0: Beyond the Eight. I'm Steven. I'm John. And today we're doing The Craft.
1: The Craft. I wasn't sure what you were doing with the intro music, but I'm like, because I thought you were going to play something from the soundtrack. And then when I was like, "Oh, well, it's a hailstorm. Okay, so let's see what the, I'm like, I don't, I'd forgotten about this song. And I was uh. like,
2: "Yeah, that,
1: that make this makes sense for this movie.
0: Yeah, it almost seems like it was written for it almost. Yeah,
1: kind of like it's like it could have fit with the soundtrack, yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, so uh, the
1: soundtrack of this movie is actually fairly good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh this is like the cause we're uh, we're continuing our Halloween uh episodes. This is uh, you know, part two because our first part was about Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Don't say the shit again, man. Damn. (laughs) You already had to clean up all the blood and viscera and shit from last time. (laughs) Fuck, man.
0: It wasn't that bad. Clorox cleans up pretty much, anything.
1: Yeah, it it cleans up pretty well. Uh, (laughs) We just, uh, in case any of you guys know a place where we might be able to lay low until some shit goes away,
2: (laughs) uh, just email us at, you
0: know, uh, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: beyondthehating.yahoo.com. You're the one who always does the email <laughs> drop. I don't really ever You're like, I don't it. even
0: know what it is. It's pretty simple. It's the name of our show. And then... At, at Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. If any of you guys get confused, be like, oh yeah, I remember the name of the show. You know our email address. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> just, remember, just remember this fucking name and Yahoo. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, remember this fucking face. Remember this fucking face. <laughs> that's, that's what
1: I was going for. But... uh yeah, this is uh, uh d- when because uh, Steve's like first pick to do uh, for Halloween stuff was the Beetlejuice episode. So my first pick was the craft because this is this is my pick for this week. And uh, I will say that this is like of the because uh, we're not like we don't watch like like teenage girl movies a lot. Like that's more your wife's speed. She watches yeah. more of that kind of stuff. It's, you know, she's you know big into stuff like Clueless and like the teenage girl stuff clueless. like clueless is awesome not to not that clueless. was a bad
0: example <laughs> yeah
1: but i'm just saying like that's the kind of paul rudd was in clueless <laughs> yeah no paul rudd's a national treasure i get that but uh but the the thing for me is that um like normally when you when you hear like you know teenage girl movies like high school girl movies you're like oh fuck this is gonna be really bad and then you watch the craft and you're like oh shit this actually has a lot more depth to it than you're thinking it is when you watch it the first time.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys, motherfucking Marsha Brady's on this, this motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. Christine Taylor. <laughs> Christine
1: Taylor. Um, yeah, she's definitely uh, She the,
0: plays her fucking role perfectly.
1: To a T as the racist right. piece of shit Laura Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um,
0: she nails that shit. She, she crushes it. Like, you fucking hate her in this movie. Oh, yeah, you definitely she's do. She's one of the most enjoyable people to look at and see perform in real life right in this movie you fucking hate her guts which means she did her job
1: right and that's the thing because it's like i think you know especially with her acting it's like christine taylor's not racist in any way no and she does not talk to people like this but when you see her in the movie you're like okay i understand why rochelle does not like her at all no it's because of just how you know uh, laura is to her because laura she she's just she's really only nasty to Rochelle and I think it's because Rochelle is really as far as I can tell she's the only black kid at the school yeah like at all looks like because um and that comes up in one of the comments but um it's interesting because it's like uh I I even because I went back and I was rewatching it again for the five millionth time I've watched this movie um and uh I was kinda of going through and I'm like, wait, is she only is she the only only black kid in the movie that goes to that school? And as far as I can tell, I don't see another black person at all. Their female or
0: male. Right, yeah.
1: Their football team is probably garbage. <laughs> Unless you guys have a bunch of Christian McCaffreys over on that team, yeah. you're not gonna be able to do shit. Um <laughs> <laughs> Their team is probably as white as the Patriots.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. They, they they may at least have, like, you know, a couple other minorities in there somewhere. They might have
1: a few Hispanic kids somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like that school is very, anytime, very white. Anytime
0: the Patriots get a Hispanic kid, he's a murderer. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked up.
0: The rare occasion they throw in, you know, the occasional minority on their team. <laughs> and
1: Yeah, he, uh, he ends up going to jail and shit. <laughs>
0: it's like the worst person ever. <laughs> Fucking
1: Aaron. All right, what,
0: what beer are we drinking today, John? Uh, this beer, uh, I just kind of picked
1: this randomly. I didn't realize that this is one of Steve's favorite, like, beer companies.
0: Lazy Magnolia.
1: This is Lazy Magnolia, uh, Mississippi's oldest brewery. Um, this is actually from Kiln, Mississippi, also known as the uh, home of Brett Favre, um, Brett, one of the Brett greatest Favre. Brett Favre, Favre. Um, <laughs> one of the uh, greatest quarterbacks of all time. But this is the uh, sweet potato stout, no, no,
0: no, of all time.
1: You 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 saying Favre's <laughs> over Montana? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I was like, where are we going with this? Because you're the biggest Montana fan.
0: No, he's not better
1: than Montana. Okay. Now that being said, like we we both love Brett Favre. Like the dude's a fucking beast. But if you're you know, if you're gonna have a conversation about greatest QBs of all time, I mean, you know, he's he's gonna be in that discussion, but Montana's gonna win that.
0: Number one. Uh
1: but this is the this is the sweet potato stout, and it's uh brewed with sweet potatoes and lactose. So if you're lactose intolerant, probably don't drink this beer. Get a case. Get a case. Get a case. Go buck wild. Who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> um, but this deal is deal uh... with the
0: consequences. Minutes later, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious, but now I am literally shitting my intestines out. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Quick way to lose weight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to lose weight. Hey, drink some of this shit, man. You, you'll be clean in no time. Yeah. You won't even have intestines. So, but yeah,
0: we do uh, three-star ratings as the max. We give this three out of three. It's this is a good. three, yeah. It's I would definitely
1: agree. It's a
0: 4.5% alcohol. And it's good with ice cream, pastry, steak, and ribs.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'd eat... At the same time.
0: Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I'd eat ice cream with this.
1: I don't know. This is a weird... Like, Who, who drinks beer with ice cream?
0: That seems like an odd choice.
1: Why would you? Who would do that? And have you ever done that? No, I've, I've never done that either. I never thought, like, hey, I'm gonna give me some Ben and Jerry's. Oh, and I need, I need a Miller Light. You know, like I've never had that thought.
0: I don't think you can make. A I milk. might have
1: milk with ice cream, but not beer. That's weird. Now, beer with like a steak, yes, and ribs, definitely with ribs.
0: Yeah, basically anything else they have on here is pretty. But
1: pretty, with a, pretty with good. pastries. Yeah, you know, like I'm gonna get a strudel, and I want that beer. Like,
0: what the hell? Yeah, that is an odd choice.
1: That is just really weird. But you know, whatever. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: you know, this movie has a lot to do with Outcast and um, you know, uh, Wiccans. Yeah. um, Because this
1: this is this is our witches movie.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and for um, Halloween. You know, they have you know real. Which on set, <laughs> uh, and then they also had a consultant to make sure everything looked right. But they also had to shut down a couple days because they said crazy shit was happening whenever they were doing the mm-hmm. the spells and everything. So like, they actually shut down for a few days to kind of reset. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: they said. I remember them. I think Robin Tunney said that they were they were doing the invoking the spirit stuff mm-hmm. on the beach. And she was like, lightning kept striking their equipment and like blowing shit up. So they had, I remember her saying something about. Well, the that.
0: power was going off. It wasn't quite that.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe, <laughs> she, maybe it was just exaggerating, I guess. Yeah, but, she
0: might have been exaggerating because like but, the director was like, our power kept going off. It started uh, storming as soon as they do the chants. And whenever we, we would cut this over, it'd go away. Right. The water would start getting heavy by the shore, like the waves would just start crashing and everything and they're like you know, they consulted the um
1: The Priestess.
0: Yeah, and she was like, it's similar to an actual name used in it's not it's not a real thing in Wicca. They made it up for this movie.
2: Manon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um yeah, it's close enough mm-hmm. to an actual name that's used that they're like, it could have done that, you know and they were all believers because it, it was weird on set.
1: Yeah. Plus also, um, uh, is Balk was also yeah. a practicing Wiccan at the time.
0: Yeah. Faruza had a lot of say in it and made sure it looked real, you know?
1: Cause that was kind of like, that was like their, uh, their actor that was experienced in it.
0: Yeah. Angelina Jolie was considered for a role in this movie, but I don't, it was never disclosed what role,
1: what, what role do you think she would have been? Um, would she have been Sarah? You think she would have played Robin Tunney's character? I don't know.
0: Maybe, probably not. Back in those days, no. I mean, I, I think maybe, maybe she could
1: have been Bonnie. That's what I was thinking. She could have like, been like maybe, Neve Campbell's maybe character. She
0: was there for, but she was just like, I don't know. I mean, because this this movie found Nev Campbell. Yeah, like, this is her first feature film. This mm-hmm. is the first one.
1: Because a lot of people think of her from, like, was Scream, right? Scream. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: Because, yeah, she she ends up in Scream and so does uh, Skeet Alrick. Yeah. Yeah, so they both end up in Scream.
1: Which is kind of funny because she, like, this movie actually is kind of influential because, like, uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show started, like, a year after this came out. Yeah. You know, with it had, like, all the, you know, uh, paranormal stuff in it. yeah. And, uh, the supernatural stuff. And then, uh, charmed. I did. I forgot to look this up. I was meaning to look this up and I thought maybe you might have it, but the, the TV show charmed, doesn't it start like, I think two years after this comes out.
2: Yeah.
0: Like yeah. It, it does. And then one of the, yeah. Uh, one of the people from this movie is in charmed. Um, I forget her name, but one, one person carries over and she's in charmed. No. <laughs> I'm wrong, it was somebody that was supposed to No, yeah, yeah, it was somebody in this movie She plays a role in Charmed. I just forgot her name She wasn't one of the main characters But it was just, you know, they put the two together Because it was like um, This was like the first witch movie And then they made a witch TV show And then she was in that too yeah. so,
1: And then but, you had like Sabrina the Teenage Witch Which is around the same time Yeah, yeah Because that's, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is like Is that around the same time?
0: I feel like that 96? was earlier.
1: That was, I think that was out before this movie okay, came but out. but that's
0: just like a comedy take. It's it. like it's a not really, it's like a
1: cartoon take, yeah. Or well, sitcom. Yeah, it's or, really well, sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Just
0: a sitcom. Great, great show. Yeah. Um Which uh, is kind
1: of funny cuz they're bringing Sabrina back for Netflix.
0: I've seen And the, it looks
1: really dark.
0: And I, I was looking. It was at really it and dark I was and like, kind of evil looking. I don't think this is gonna work. I don't think. I don't think this might
1: be one of those ones where Netflix is like, "Yeah, I think you guys reached a little bit too much," because the original was very like it was very lighthearted and funny, you know. And it's like they're they're trying to make it like too too grown and too adult, whereas the Sabrina stuff from back in the day was like teenage. You yeah. know, like teenagers were meant to watch that show. Yeah. It, you know what I mean but even even if you were grown you could still watch that show there was nothing like offensive or evil. Mm-hmm. It was like playful witch stuff not like
0: cuz I was sacrificing watching I was like what the and...
1: fuck is this? Yeah, I was cuz I'm watching it and I'm like are you guys trying to do like a like a really serious scary version of Sabrina? Cuz that's not what it is at all. I mean originally originally was Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. You know,
0: find someone like that.
1: Yeah. Like you could have you could have re- uh Because I just had the idea. I think it'd be cool if you got somebody like Anna Kendrick.
0: Anna Kendrick might be too old to do that. As a uh, Sabrina? Oh, um,
1: you think so? I I figured she'd be able to do it. It would
0: be cool to have that show since Netflix is kind of obsessed with Millie Bobby Brown anyway. Uh, You Give her a show like that. Then she could do a little darkness, but she's also pretty funny and stuff. She's the uh, she's the chick from Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember her name. Um, I, I had, I don't have Netflix right now, so I never really get into Stranger Things. But I know from like talking to people that people are like really big into it. It's
0: a great show, and they she's also... one of the reasons why. Like, she, she is a huge part of that show, and one, one of a writer. Yeah, you know, she kills it, and also the uh, David Harbor. Yeah. New Hellboy. <laughs>
1: But uh, but yeah, but this this movie especially because it's um it because it's already past its like twenty year anniversary because yes. its twenty year was in two thousand.
0: They were gonna make a straight to DVD sequel just based on Nancy. Oh really? Like directly after, and then it fell through, and they never made it.
1: Now, would it have been like a a, a prequel to this, or would it have been yeah, after after? Well. Would they have gotten Feruza to do it?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was their plan. Feruza, okay. It didn't... didn't,
1: uh, Nothing happened with it? It
0: didn't happen, but they are remaking it. They're remaking it? They're remaking the craft.
1: So, okay, this is interesting because I didn't know this. They are
0: remaking it. They're currently in development. A guy's writing a script for it right now. Huh. And they have some names floating around about the people that would play the characters in the story. About who they're they they they're trying to attach to it. And right now, Aubrey Plaza is attached. Or they're trying to get her to be attached to play Nancy.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's got my attention. So it's Aubrey- going to be difficult to replace Feruza because she's awesome as Nancy.
0: Feruza, and right now it's like uh, Cara Delevingne's being thrown around as Sarah.
1: Okay, I could kind of uh, see that. Yeah. And
0: Zoe Kravitz is Rochelle.
1: Rochelle. Okay.
0: I didn't know who the girl was that they were talking about with Bonnie, but I have my own idea for the person they need to get to play Bonnie. Okay. And this is just my two cents. Kristen Stewart.
1: Kristen Stewart. She could be Bonnie. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's really, a little bit different from Nev Campbell, she's but
0: little, she's really good at weird and awkward. And that's and what Bonnie, Bonnie is.
1: is. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, she's. But she can also, like, when, when Bonnie starts, when her scars start going away, then she starts opening up and she starts being more confident. Kristen can, Stewart can play that, too.
0: Yeah, she can do both. She can do things. the
1: confident kind of, like, you know, cocky girl now mm-hmm. that she's, she, her body looks good and all that kind of stuff. So that, that could be interesting. But because uh, I wasn't thinking Zoe Kravitz for Rochelle, but that could probably work. I For some reason, in my head, I had Zendaya. But I think she might be one. she might be too young maybe to do that. Well, I don't know. I mean, she's like high school age. This takes place in high school.
0: Well, I mean uh, the um.
1: I mean Rachel True was thirty when she did. Yeah, this. she was thirty. Yeah. Yeah, she was actually the oldest one of all the girls. I think.
0: Letitia Wright would be a good choice to play Rachel.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah that's true
0: um, And if you didn't want to go Like if they can't get Aubrey Pauls Or Car- Cara Delevingne I figured Chloe Grace Moritz Would be great for Nancy Oh
1: yeah 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 uh, yeah If they
0: really wanted to Intensify that character The,
1: the, the craziness Yeah and then yeah.
0: Sarah I think Deborah Ann Wall Would be great for Sarah I could see that, you know, she just wouldn't be a redhead or she could be, it doesn't matter. If yeah. Color. I mean, hell Robin um, Tunney
1: wore a wig in this movie. So yeah,
0: she was bald because of the other movie that she did. So yeah. Uh, and then Elizabeth Olsen is Bonnie.
1: Elizabeth uh, Olsen is Bonnie.
0: These are my, these are my picks. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else Elizabeth Olsen is Bonnie. Cause she's, we, I mean, she's great at weird stuff. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> so, uh, that would, that would be pretty interesting. Uh, and then you would have to get somebody kind of interesting to play Skeet Ulrich's character too. Um, that'd be a little bit harder because uh, he's like a jock, yeah, a dick. But then he <laughs> has the whole phase where he's like obsessively in love when they put the spell on him. When he's
1: in love with Sarah, yeah, yeah. and he's on that, yeah, he's like under. But he's a spell. big part
0: of the storyline.
1: Yeah, Chris is very much yeah. 'Cause he he's basically the the driving thing that keeps Sarah moving through the story.
0: Yeah, so you would have to get somebody that
1: could we could, we could get our old old our old boy uh, Logan Lerman.
0: We can get Logan Lerman. Or would that be too easy? Uh, that yeah, that'd be that would be great. Or, another thought's Dave Franco. Dave Franco would be
1: good, yeah, yeah. I could see that.
0: I mean Lo, Logan Lerman would try to make it an Oscar Performance, <laughs> and it might even be good for that because it, you know, especially if uh, you know, you get somebody like Cara Delevingne to actually be opposite of him. A lot of that stuff it'd be very interesting. Yeah, if then she's you can show a little dark side to Logan too, and that'd be great to see on screen.
1: Yeah, and that uh, would definitely be interesting. Yeah.
0: So, and you know, he's in great shape. We already know he's very athletic.
1: Yeah, because he, cause he has Chris in the in the movie he's a he's a receiver. Yeah, and Logan's kind of
0: built like a receiver, so
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I could see that
0: short receiver. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that'd be good. And then um, who's the other one? Well, I guess Christine K- Taylor Taylor's character would would be somebody like that.
1: You get Emma Stone to be uh, Laura Lizzie.
0: <laughs> Laura Lizzie. I don't know if they could pull Emma Stone for Laura. That would Lindsay. be
1: probably too big of a character yeah. for her, or too small of a character for small, her. Small, yeah, for yeah. as big as she is. Um,
0: you get somebody that's really kind of can do the bitchy thing pretty good too. Oh, oh, I
1: know, I know. Uh, Amanda Seyfried.
0: Yeah, she would work.
1: That could probably work.
0: Yeah, because uh, I, I was
1: always like Amanda Seyfried anyway. Or is it Seyfried? Is it Seyfried? I, uh, I was just calling her safe Read, but I'm. That's probably wrong. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, you know, R. Yeah, R. It would be cool to get uh, um, uh, Lily Rose Depp to play it. Yeah, that'd be kind of has the bitch, bitchy attitude and stuff. Also, Lily Rose Depp would be good as Sarah.
1: That's true. Yeah. You know? That's so very if, true. You know,
0: she she wanted to get any uh into any bigger roles or something like that. That'd be a good spot for her to audition. Right. Then you could let just Johnny Depp be the dad of Sarah in the yeah. movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. They could play you, you could be Mr. Bailey. And then uh like Christopher
0: that. Walken be the homeless guy with the snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man, that would be great. <laughs> As the yeah the guy that uh, he's like messing with her at the house when they first when they're first moving and I got a snake for you yeah (laughs) I got a snake for you that would be great man I wasn't thinking him as the homeless because you don't really think of like hey who's gonna be the crazy homeless guy in this movie nobody really gives a shit about that if it's walking
0: also like they'd be like I want to see more about this homeless guy (laughs) if if it's walking you're like oh
1: shit this this, is he might make the homeless guy really interesting
0: hey come here talk to you for a
1: second yeah um because he's only in like two scenes you know he's He's, he's
0: in the scene where he's like trying to tell uh trying to give her the snake and then the other one where he's chasing her down telling, and then he had a dream about her and stuff then he gets hit by a car
1: right yeah um yeah that's that's messed up Who who do you think would be if they're you know who do you think could be the um the lady running the the supply shop the the witch shop Oh, yeah. Lirio, the, um, Ooh, the, the, the old no, witch lady. Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> can, but, yeah, the thing about Lisa Kudrow is I can't take her seriously because there's something about her face. I, I, I For some reason, I can't take her seriously. I, she has to be in a comedy role for me. And Lirio's is not a comedy okay. character. She's more serious. Now, that would be funny to see what she could do with that if she could actually make that a dramatic role. It's just with Lisa Kudrow, I'm always expecting her to do something crazy because I've seen so much of Friends.
0: Okay, fine, Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> You're
1: right. as the as the as the old witch lady running the shop. Yeah, he could be a woman. Who cares? You know, this is 2018. We can gender bend this shit. Um,
0: Leo is like in the best supporting actor. Uh, Roll goes to Leonardo DiCaprio for the remake of The Crown. Right, people were like, what the fuck? He was in two scenes. He was in, like, was two like, scenes. They were fucking mind-blowing scenes, though. Right, they were yeah. They fucking really good scenes.
1: But he didn't even get a supporting thing. He was, like, major actor. He wasn't. <laughs> um, no, my my thought is, is, like, if they wanted to have Angelina actually beaten in one of these, she could play Lirio.
0: She would. She would crush it that would
1: be yeah as like the the old lady she would have
0: to be a bigger role in the remake if they could pull Angelina for that
1: they would have to have the girls go to the magic shop a little bit more often if they got Angelina or that
0: girl actually be talking to Sarah like telling her she shouldn't be you know she had her being the other voice like hey you shouldn't be dealing with these three yeah these these girls
1: are not good for you yeah
0: yeah and maybe even have it where you know she has a bigger role Towards the end of the movie helping Sarah Yeah Defeat them or whatever Right you know, that, That'd be awesome actually You know because I felt like Whenever I first watched the craft That she was supposed to have a bigger role
1: Yeah And then and maybe they just kind of wrote then it then back Maybe
0: they didn't like that particular actress You know as much as they thought they were going to And they're like well no let's let Sarah try to handle all this herself um,
1: but like Assumpta Serna, like she's, you know, I mean, I don't really know her from anything else really besides this movie, but she does a good job.
0: No, well, she's, she's good in it. You but know, she wouldn't have that presence like someone like Angelina Jolie would.
1: Angelina would definitely command the screen you know. as the lady running the shop. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah,
0: that's, I, I,
1: recasting this would be really interesting because it's like, that's sort of like a, that's like a fun thing we like to do is like, if we were casting it, who mm-hmm. would we get? You know,
0: I like their idea for Aubrey Plaza But then a big part of me Is kind of like And you you guys know we love Aubrey Plaza Like yeah. if, if if she If like they're like okay we got Chloe Grace Morris We want her to be Nancy because The intensity yeah. is up there You know f- with Feruza Like that's the only other actress I think that can match that type Of weirdness and intensity at the same mm-hmm. time uh, That's current And then we drop Aubrey Plaza down to play Bonnie.
1: Aubrey. Oh, yeah. Aubrey <laughs> as Bonnie would be interesting because she'd be replacing would know, Campbell. She, we
0: wouldn't, you wouldn't be dropping her down. You'd just be switching her roles because she's just as important as anyone else in the movie. Yeah.
1: If That's not, the thing. All four of the girls are very important to the story. Yeah. Not mean, any of the girls are seen as, like, not needed or anything.
0: The, the two mains is Nancy and Sarah, but everyone else gets just as much screen time. Bonnie as and Michelle,
1: yeah. I mean, they actually do flesh out their stories pretty well. Yeah.
0: Everyone you know? has a great story arc. It's a really good written movie because everyone has a story arc in it. Yep. You know. And
1: everything just kinda converges at the end and then you get to figure out like what's going on with everybody.
0: Yeah, and then Sarah's basically the most powerful witch ever. Right, yeah, uh, <laughs> essentially.
1: But she doesn't even have powers and all of a sudden like everything just starts going crazy and then the lightning strikes the tree and she was like <laughs> And she was like uh she's like, be careful, you don't want to end up like Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of like, Oh shit, we need to get out of here. <laughs> um but uh, so speaking of the four girls and the main characters, people thought that they were super stereotypes, right? So so we'll go ahead and, and get into some of the hate comments. I'm already
0: confused by that. Yeah, okay.
1: So let me let me read through this and then let you so like
0: you know, typical black girl Wiccan...
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, because everybody so everybody was like feeling like they were this they were just stereotypical characters, right? Okay. So, uh so it says supernatural teen thriller. Hmm, I think we've had enough of that concept. But wait, this was back in 96 before the Twilight films. Plus 3 of the teen girls in this film are kind of slutty and dressed in skimpy school uniforms. The cast of characters is fun, although definitely bow down to normal high school uh, tropes. On top of all that, the character development is not as strong as everyone is essentially an archetype in one way or another. While the premise is intriguing, for teenage girls embracing witchcraft, uh, it has all this, uh, the subtlety of a sledgehammer. Each girl is a type, and their plights are almost cartoonish. There's Scary Nose Ring Girl, played by Ferruza Balk, that's Nancy Downs, who is the trailer trash slut of the school. There's a shy and physically scarred Bonnie, played by Nev Campbell. Uh, Rochelle, uh, which is played by Rachel True. Token black girl, victim of racism. And the formerly suicidal girl who just wants to be loved, Sarah, which is played by Robin Tunney. The script is full of cliché and stereotypes and cheesy dialogue that, funnily enough, is trying to take itself seriously. It's a special effects movie for the 16 to 28 male crowd who want to watch pretty girls in Catholic school outfits get revenge on bullies and assholes. The acting is pretty stilted across the board. Not one person gives a worthwhile performance because every character is so one-dimensionally written. Even characters' names cannot be remembered merely within five minutes after watching the movie.
0: Well, that's because you're you, you're Yeah. You're <laughs> Um, You're also
1: probably playing Snake on your Nokia
0: phone. <laughs> fucking jackass. He, this is a guy that didn't watch it whenever it came out. And also, he literally named four characters that have never been seen on film before until The Craft. Right. Where did you find... When did you see the suicidal girl, you know, that just wants to kind of be accepted? Because they moved away from San Francisco because she tried to kill herself.
1: Mm-hmm. And her dad... It wasn't like her dad also got like he got like new work or he was gonna find new he found new I work he in LA. Found
0: wor- I think he found new work. And then it's to like get let's... A, to get away from San Francisco because all the memories and stuff, losing her mom
1: because she grew up in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, you know, she committed. She tried to commit suicide, and their dad moved her away from there to try to start over,
1: trying to give her a fresh start.
0: Okay, that's really not a concept that's been done in 19 before
1: 1996 yeah suicidal girl that all of a sudden becomes you know one of the most morally upstanding people in the film yeah that's not a stereotype
0: that's that's not something to happen all right fruza balk the um the witch that is kind of a slut but not really like she really doesn't just
1: she doesn't actually have sex in this movie. Yeah. She starts to have it when she, when she fakes Chris out thinking that he's having sex with Sarah or he's about to. Yeah. And it's actually just fair doing the glamor trick to make her look like Sarah. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not actually like undressed or anything. They're just really kind of dry humping at that point.
0: Yeah. So even if she was whatever, um, (laughs) yeah, exactly. There's been no character like for on film before this point. You know, there, there's been nobody. Like, can you name anyone that's played a character like, character like this before she did it?
1: Yeah, as, like, the uh, the girl who, like, she, she becomes a witch and then she goes crazy with the powers and kind of yeah, goes it, insane from and it. And the
0: character arcs are insane, actually, in this movie. Because you have four storylines running concurrent and they all have their own arcs. Yeah. You know, ne- Nev Campbell's character... Her first feature film kills it. I mean, she's probably the best actress in the movie. You know, uh, I would say her and Feruza, probably. Robin Tully is amazing. They're all really good. Yeah. Uh, All of them are really good. But just Nev Campbell's emotional arc is amazing how she transforms it on screen. That's tough, like how she went from there to there
1: cuz when you first see her in the movie she always wears jackets she never like takes her jacket off because yeah, she walks she a little the, differently she, she has this
0: got her hair in her face yeah
1: she has like all the scars on her back and her arms and everything and it's like she's she's just really self-conscious about how her body looks and everything and then you know as she goes through the treatments and then she starts getting more powerful from the girls doing the different spells and things and then all of a sudden the scars start going away her scar tissue just falls off and then she starts looking like really good. And then there's like that scene when she like goes into uh, class and she just like takes her jacket off and all the dudes are like, damn, Bonnie, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's like, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're late or whatever. And she was like, sorry, my pedicure ran late. You know, and then she sits down and everybody's like, damn, Bonnie's looking good. And then like uh, Breckenmire, he's like, hey, hey, Bonnie, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because he's like they never paid attention to her before because they thought she was just some weird like scarred girl that had a bunch of, you know, like she was just like physically deformed and they never thought she looked good until you see her with her jacket off. And it's like, damn, okay." (laughs) she
0: she definitely watched some tape on a writer for her transformation of this film. Mm hmm. I, I mean, that's that. not a
1: bad person to study. No,
0: that's basically the only film you had at that point to try to inspire yourself to make it, you know, like that. And, you know, uh, Robin Tully, she's she's amazing as Sarah. And she, you know, she has a pretty interesting transformation in that. And then, um,
1: and then you have Rochelle.
0: Rochelle, I mean, hers is, she's very vengeful in that.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, her character, particularly, like you, were, like, you were talking about, like, she's not very stereotypical. She's a black girl in the middle of a Catholic school that basically has no other black people. She's, like, really the only one that you see on screen. Yeah. And so, but also she's into, like, Wicca. So, like, the only black girl in school is also, <laughs> you know, into doing the witchcraft stuff, too, you know. Because they're and, all
0: outcasts. They're a group of outcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they all have their reasons for being in it.
1: That's why. Yeah, because they all have personal like agendas that they want to do, you know, and I think that that's uh, the agendas that they want to try and accomplish. And for Rochelle, she just wants to be treated just like everybody else and not treated as the black girl in school. You know, and like have her hair made fun of about, oh, this must be one of Rochelle's nappy hairs, and yeah, you know, cool. and stuff like that. And she was like, "Why don't, why don't you like me?" She was like, "I don't like Negroids," you know. And it's like, wow, who talks like that?
0: You know, I, you know. I think that word was chosen too, probably by Kristen Taylor. It's like I'm not saying the other word. Yeah, I, this is as close as you get.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like we want but you to say the N word, like on screen. She's like, no, it's I'll like, say
0: something close. I'll say like. This. this will still
1: be offensive. It just yeah, won't be like still a that offensive. Word
0: and they're they're like, okay, that's okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you gotta tell Marsha Brady no, nope. right? Yeah, <laughs> Marsha,
1: Marsha, Marsha. But uh yeah, <laughs> and I, I I think that like f- for people that feel like it's a stereotype, they didn't really watch the whole movie. They might have seen just the beginning of like maybe what the girls were, but even then, they're really not stereotypes at the beginning. If you're not really paying attention you might think
0: that I think the problem with the person that our people that are talking here about this has came from a different generation than the generation that watched that movie and loved mm-hmm. it and he's watched all these other movies that's taken from the craft. Yeah. And then Cuz even
1: even in the one comment they even mentioned Twilight.
0: Yeah. And then you go back and watch the craft and you're like, well, you know, I've seen that and this and this and this. It's like, yeah, but this was this was first. This was
1: before all that.
0: This was first.
1: Where do you think, you know, stuff like Twilight borrowed from? It was from stuff like this.
0: Yeah. You know, Which I don't even know I mentioned Twilight. I don't know. I don't, see, I don't know. Some some people, see what that has to do with
1: the Some craft. people mentioned Twilight and I'm like, this is a movie about witches. You guys are talking about it's vampires. It's really not werewolves. the same thing. Yeah, like vampires and werewolves. I mean, if you're gonna bring this up, you know, when you're talking about underworld, like maybe that could make sense because it's vampires and werewolves. It's even stupid in that case, but in this particular instance, like Twilight has nothing to do with the craft at all. There's nothing about the Twilight that interacts with this at all.
0: Twilight sucks.
1: True Blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if you're gonna watch something with va- with vampires, you know, you gotta you gotta watch True Blood. I mean, honestly, yeah. You know.
0: But Fuck this, Stephanie Myers,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, um, so one of the other things that uh people didn't like about this is that uh people thought this was a horror movie, <laughs> so <laughs> and I was like really baffled by this because like when I was going through horror uh, movies are tight, yeah, horror movies are tight. <laughs> um, Ugh. stab, 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 um,
0: stab people,
1: <laughs> I stab people um i stabbed tony shivani the wrestler guy <laughs> you know, i was like um shout out to in St. clown posse and violent jay and a stabbing addiction um but uh so when i was going through the comments and i'm like wait people thought this was a horror movie like every every time that i've ever like watched this movie it's never been like it's it's like a it's a supernatural thriller, especially towards the, like, the back third of the movie, like, the, the, the third act when everything starts to go really out of hand. Um, but it's not really, like, scary, necessarily. It's more of, like, it's cerebral because this shit isn't – like, the illusions and shit aren't actually happening. It's, just, it's all in their head. It's them using the magic against each other to, like, try and frighten each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And so – so I started finding these comments and I'm like a lot of people thought that this was supposed to be a horror movie and were like pissed off that it wasn't scary and I'm like okay so let me go ahead and track like record all this down because I'm like this is crazy but it uh, so it, uh, so this starts off it says hot women can only go so far and there wasn't enough horror uh, Wait, so what yeah so that's the first line hot women can only go so far and there wasn't enough horror
0: what what does that mean? They say
1: they were thinking like, well, this is a horror movie, and then they, they're thinking this is supposed to be like a scary movie, but the eventually it, it starts to run out of steam because it's not scary, and the hot girls only get you so far in the movie until you realize that there's no more eye candy left. You've seen all the eye candy, and the, now it's not scary, and it's just boring. That's the, that's the way I interpreted it. you know? that's weird. So it says uh, so. Basically, this is a kind of lame team drama with 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 witchcraft in the mix. This could be a WB TV show. <laughs> this film is listed as hey, don't a horror- bullshit.
0: WB fucking nails
1: it. WB has yeah, had good shit, man. Um, this film is listed as a horror movie, but there's nothing scary about it. There are some suspenseful scenes, but it leans more towards a dark drama. There are more than enough corny scenes with weak special effects and cheesy acting. Coming from the time period when Buffy the Vampire Slayer was the new popular thing, the craft is clearly an attempt to capitalize on the heyday of dark fantasy and specifically the popularity of witchcraft. In attempting to do so, it doesn't precisely bring over the best story. The special effects, including lots of creepy crawlies and some magic storms, etc., are fine enough, but there's nothing outstanding that stays in the mind. The movie can hardly be called horror either, seeing as how the horror slash gore content is extremely low. In actuality, the tale and the craft is a generic combination of basic witchcraft plot points into a familiar high school story, though this has a distinctive cheesy appeal about it thanks to its 90s charm. There's no denying that the tale is thoroughly predictable. As well as that, the screenplay does not offer much in the way of innovation because all the writing is fairly basic high school plot points and teenage dialect, with occasional hints of random dark poetry. The craft has plenty of charm to it and entertains enough that the viewer has a good chance at turning a blind eye to the simplistic writing, but there is no denying its existence.
0: The person that wrote this wrote (laughs) Flatliners.
1: Wow. That's deep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... You're telling me the Flatliners, which is one is it's also a thriller, by the way. It's not a horror movie. Uh,
1: this was because that's tr- Flatliners, and it's not like scary. It's very. Uh, it's a thriller for sure,
0: and it's a lot of relations, like a lot of building to the moment of the end, right? Uh, which is what a thriller is, and it's even sold as a thriller. So it's your fault if you thought this was a horror movie. Right.
1: Well, I think the problem that some people had is like say it's like it's like, you know, 96, 97, this movie comes out. I don't remember when the home release came out. It was probably like around 97 or something, probably. maybe 98, because back then it took a while before movies actually got onto like VHS or or DVD at this point, you know. Um so my thing is is like if you because, uh, you know, for full disclosure, Steve used to work in a blockbuster. So when when you worked at Blockbuster, mm-hmm. he didn't last very long because Steve's not a people person.
0: <laughs> That's not
1: why I didn't last. Uh, no, I'm just bullshitting. It's more than that. But um, but when you were working at Blockbuster, for example, if somebody wanted a copy of The Craft, would you tell them that it was in the horror section? Or was it like in the drama section?
0: Uh <sighs> It's in the seas. <laughs> Our shit was like alphabetical. Right. But there was sections. I think they had, we had like action, drama, comedy, horror, comedy, porn. Um, we had a thriller we- section though. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where like uh, kiss the girls was and Alone came a spider and all that kind of stuff. Clear and and present so the, danger. Craft, the craft would have been there. Yeah. It wouldn't have been in horror.
1: Yeah. You think the reason people feel like it's supposed to be a horror movie is because it's witches?
0: I guess, and witches
1: are kind of stereotyped into like the horror genre. But you know,
0: witches are in a hocus pocus. That's not a horror movie. No,
1: it's like a it's like a family movie, it's a
0: comedy movie, and they're yeah. fucking trying to eat kids, right?
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: but the, <laughs> that's very true.
2: <laughs> that's
1: very true. You are definitely right about that.
0: Uh, This, this, on the guidelines, it should have been rated PG-13, but it was an R because it's uh, teenagers practicing witchcraft. Yeah. So, well, then why isn't Hocus Pocus rated R? Yeah. They were going (laughs) to eat people. They were going (laughs) to fucking eat kids. Right. That's
1: crazy. It's like, (laughs) but, you know, but sometimes the ratings on these movies is weird anyway because it's like... Well, you
0: watch Adam Ruins Everything about these ratings. It's a bunch of unknown people that we don't know about just randomly putting ratings on movies.
1: Right. It, yeah. It's- because
0: they won't disclose their names. We don't get to know who these people are that rate it. But they rate these movies. You know, there's no system to it. It's all random. Yeah. They choose what you can and what you can't do. PG, PG-13. There's really not any G movies even made anymore, I don't think.
1: Just regular G movies. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I guess...
0: Yeah, not really. I really haven't seen any G movies, like, lately. I mean, unless so it's, like... Do they even do the G ratings anymore, or do they do E now?
1: Um, No, there's still some G stuff that gets released. Like, wouldn't that be stuff like Cars? Like, a lot of the Pixar stuff, wouldn't those be, like, G? I don't even know if just that's G. general audience. Like, something like wall Like, you don't think that stuff would just be, like, a Wally's G? dark as fuck. Well, he's very dark, but it's like it, like all
0: humanity's dead, right? <laughs> this is the only fucking thing left. I'm like, that's like a dark fucking movie.
1: But what about like the, like a movie like Up? Would that be a G? It's just an old man and like a boy scout, and then it
0: might be a G. And they go but on it's like probably an adventure. still PG or something because they're you know adults write these movies and they always put something in them.
1: Yeah, I mean, you do have guns in that movie. Although they they use the guns to like he uses the guns to like shoot the balloons and stuff, but and then there's the when they get to that island and yeah,
0: Up's rated PG, it's rated PG really, yeah, it's up not is rated, rated PG. Yeah. What's
2: what's offensive
1: about up? I don't know. Does it does it list on there like what it is
0: specifically? that's... no, no, I'm just looking at IMDb's uh, ratings or whatever.
1: That's crazy, because I wouldn't have thought that Up would be a PG movie. Like, I've because I've seen it and it doesn't really seem like it's PG. It seems like it's just G. You don't really need, I mean, I don't know why you'd have to have parents for a movie like that. That's, is it because like his wife dies of cancer in the movie? Like maybe that's it. It's just really kind of a heavy subject. Like his wife died. That's the only thing that's like, maybe, you know, borderline, I guess about that is like his, his, the situation with his wife. But
0: they really don't make those, you know, those those type anymore. But okay, well, you know, like the Lion King was rated G.
1: What about like the Home Alone movies? Those were G, weren't they?
0: I don't know if they were or not. They shouldn't be, though. There's I a mean, lot he's of violence based... in those movies. I mean, it's
1: a it's a it's like slapstick violence as he's like messing up the bandits. Yeah. But
0: he's like. And pilling them with nails and setting them on fire and (laughs) (laughs) Man,
1: our childhood was fucked up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking busting their heads open with fucking full paint cans. Paint
1: cans and shit and like hot wheels and the
0: one dude had so many damn concussions, it just wasn't even funny.
1: Right. That's just yeah, that's like like, apparently the the nineties and like our childhood was like sort of fucked up a little bit.
0: (laughs) True. Joe fucking Pesci was in those movies,
1: right? Oh man, but I just think that, like, you know, people if they're if they're watching this and they're like, okay, when does this movie get scary? It's like, I what what about this movie would make you think that it was scary necessarily? It's like,
0: hold on, wait, you're not scared of Skeet Ulrich? Yeah. What's wrong with you?
1: Yeah, just look at that dude's face. That's just terrifying. Look at
0: it. Look how much curls he has in that hair. Right, yeah. Terrifying.
1: Yeah. That shit ain't natural.
0: That ain't natural. <laughs> he's got a perm.
1: <laughs> and he's a white dude at a Catholic school. Who does that?
0: Yeah, white people aren't Catholics. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the scariest thing about this movie. How the hell do you get into that school?
0: Yeah. <laughs> i just That's kidding. Like- I think all white people are Catholics. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> just by default.
0: Default. Yeah. You have some Irish and you you can be Catholic.
1: Yeah, that's like I think everybody could be, right? Um
0: but, well, but you want to be. <laughs>
1: right. Um so speaking of religion, let's talk about the witchcraft in this movie. One hundred percent accurate.
0: yeah. No, no, it's, not, it's not accurate at all.
1: Oh man, I had to cut down I actually cut out some stuff about the about the witchcraft because I felt like the comment was too long. So I actually cut out like about
0: well, good. You know how we are about these comments. I mean, these people just go on and on. I was like, "Fuck, shut up!" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we don't need to hear your comments. Oh wait, yeah, we do. You're the whole show,
1: <laughs> right? So, uh so we're gonna go ahead and just take like a, a quick break, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll start. We'll de- let's get back to our intro. Let's finish the craft. <laughs>
0: Okay, so let's get back into the hate.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I think a lot of people, when they watch this movie, they're they're like, oh, it's a movie about witches. And it's like, there is stuff in this movie that is, you know, fairly close to reality. It's, you know, really like you were talking about, like, they were getting very close on some of those spells, and it actually was starting to affect some of the shit where they were shooting.
0: Yes. Yes. You
1: know, so it, it's just close enough that it could, it could, you know, look real. Like it's actually real, uh, like real spell casting to a degree. Yeah. But a lot of people felt like this isn't how real witchcraft is.
0: And we're not saying that we think it's real either. Let's just make that clear. Like, we're not saying that we believe that this stuff is real magic. But a lot of people do, and they've seen stuff. So we're not saying we don't believe it either.
1: Yeah, it's, we're just we're just talking about a movie.
0: We're just talking about a movie. So don't
1: your religious stuff is your religious yeah, so stuff. Don't
0: think we're trying to discredit, or credit it because we don't know anything about it.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So that that's your PSA. <laughs>
0: that's your public service. Sometimes whatever. you got to make that clear. Yeah. Religion is, you know. Every keg it's everyone's own personal you know utopia so you believe what you want to believe that's fine yeah but we're not going to bash or credit it yeah at any point we're just because trying we to be objective here
1: <laughs> yeah i've always loved this movie so it's like there we're just you know trying to be objective here
0: yeah i do i do think uh nev campbell's my favorite character in this movie though
1: nev campbell yeah um <laughs> It's weird for me because I'm always torn between Rochelle and Nancy. Yeah. And it's like, I I think the reason, because like I've always loved Feruza Balk and like the reason I think I like her as much as I do. I think the reason
0: that the movie works is because of Feruza.
1: If Feruza is not as good as Nancy, if she's not good as Nancy, then it doesn't feel like you get the same level of performance out of everybody else. Because
0: Nancy's the main character. She's the one that is the story.
1: She's the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't know it at first because you're not really sure what the antagonist is or who yeah. it is. It becomes very clear at a certain point. It's really Nancy.
0: It's Nancy. It's her story. And Sarah's the one that stops her.
1: Yeah, she's the protagonist. Yeah. So, yeah. so but Literally. I've also, li- I've always liked Rochelle because it's Rachel True. And I think beautiful. Her, her, they're, they're Yeah, all, beautiful. all of the girls in this are gorgeous. You yeah. know,
0: a lot of people probably would like bash Faruza or whatever because she's got kind of an unorthodox look or whatever but it's probably always, because like
1: she because people don't like her eyes or something like her eyes look yeah. weird
0: she's got one of those like big mouths yeah you know like uh, you can see like all of her teeth and all that kind of right. stuff which i, I think's great because it's like it you
1: know, really helps her acting because of like she yeah. can she can really her face really gets into the Faruza role
0: Bulk for the joker Oh, yeah, yeah, female <laughs>
1: Joker. There we go. There was a book for Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um,
0: if they start pulling villains like that in DC, they're already doing some great things with, like, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. I mean,
1: oh, that, imagine if they were like, oh, we're going to in the, in the, uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, we're going to have Fairuza, Balk Bulk be Harley Quinn. It's like, yeah, oh, it's like oh shit. oh shit,
0: Margot Robbie, bye.
1: Yeah. It's going to about to get us really you're, fucking dark You're now. really
0: great for the cartoon version of it, but now watch the master do it. Yeah.
1: Now watch <laughs> ma- mommy handle business. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, you, you got the hotter body, but let's, 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 let, uh, let mommy show you how acting's done. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah but uh
0: i tanya movie stole that from jamie presley you're right <laughs>
1: uh jamie presley um but anyway
0: Still <laughs> my girl jamie Still my
1: girl yeah she, she's also funny on the mom show too yeah that with, mom uh, show is like
0: actually like a, that's like a heaven show because it's got anna Ferris and jamie presley on mm-hmm. it and then, and then it even looked, her
1: mom is really funny too to say,
0: then you get the addis bonus of having oscar winner Alice and Jenny on it. Right.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then William Fickner's in it, too. William
0: Fickner's in it, off and on, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just...
0: William Fickner, like, whenever, uh, because my brother watches it sometimes, too, he was like, William Fickner's on this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and he's just not, like, a uh, one-and-done type character. He's, like, on the show. Yeah. Like...
1: Because <laughs> I remember seeing the episode where he, like,
0: uh... I was like, I guess, well, for no reason do I think that shows, like, about, like, oh, Anna Faris is washed up. Let's we can get her in this show for cheap. I don't think that's why that show was event at all. They're like, Anna Ferris is great. We need her for this show. She's
1: this is the kind of role she needs to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, back to, back, back to the crap.
0: Sorry. We went off on the,
1: yeah, we went yeah. off. Yeah. As soon as we start talking about anything related to like Anna Ferris, and Steve just, he just goes.
0: <laughs> I love her. I love her.
1: Yeah. She, yeah. I, I, I like, I like Anna Ferris too. Uh, but anyway, uh the exploitation into Wiccan Arts is extremely misguided but is still probably the best attempt by a Hollywood film to shine a light on a very devoted community of which interest and in a following is rife amongst young women. The thing about modern religion and don't let anyone convince you paganism isn't modern religion is that it's hard to be mad when people get things wrong because the traditions aren't really set. Bonnie and Rochelle I- insist that they should have four to call the corners especially while praying. But there are traditions when you have three, a maiden, a mother, and, an, and another one, or a maiden, mother, and crone, if you're going by that. Uh, so traditions where you have a two priest and a priestess, traditions where you have, and also traditions where you have six people. In fact, the various takes on paganism are the only religion I know of where there's a term for someone who is in no group at all, which is a solitary practitioner. Nancy is actually right in that they don't need a fourth. On the other hand, Manon, which uh, was invented for the movie, uh, which which was which is invented for the movie, there's a deleted scene where Sarah invokes a goddess, which is still fairly common. Still, despite the fact that Firuza Balk was apparently already a pagan, there's a lot in here that no pagan I've ever known actually believes. Even the teenagers rebelling against Christian parents. In a more obscure problem, while the girls are shown walking onto the beach carrying the animals corresponding to the elements they fit best, except where there are two things for air, uh, when they actually go to call the corners, one of them is uh, is at the only one of them is at the corner of the animal in which she was holding. Two, if you assume that for some reason the bird was supposed to be a mouse or something, the snake, which is fire, is first held by the obvious choice but then it's passed on to the least fire one of the four. And it's like people are really nitpicking some of the, some of the, the witchcraft stuff in this movie. And even Andrew Fleming said when he, when he talked to fairuza about it, cause she was like, how much of the real stuff you're going to put in here? And he was like, there's going to be real stuff in it or as real as we can do where it would make sense on screen. But he's like, we're going to have to jazz it up a bit because it's a movie. It's a movie. It's Hollywood. We're going to have to like their powers have to be amplified to actually show visually because, you know, in normal paganism tradition, you know, the spell working and stuff is all done behind the scenes. You don't see people like being able to like, you know, shoot lightning at people and crazy shit like that. Like this isn't Emperor Palpatine and Star Wars. It's not like that. In, in in terms of like what paganism tradition usually is.
0: This ain't Harry Potter, y'all This
1: ain't Harry Potter ain't no ain't no wands <laughs> up in this bitch. Um but that's the thing is that uh and uh, so they missed
0: their opportunity to get Feruza Balk and Harry Potter as Oh yeah she would
1: have been great man
0: Feruza as Rowena Ravenclaw
1: <laughs> she could be Rowena Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah.
0: that would be fucking awesome. Oh yeah There's still yeah. time fantastic beast movies are being made so. Right.
1: Yeah, who knows? They could maybe have her play like a young version of Rowena or something. Um, yeah, imagine that shit. Steve would be like, Buy, fucking take my pre-order now.
0: Yeah. I'm watching that shit. It's mine. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah um, I'm already watching the next one. Johnny Depp, baby.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. But I, I think the whole thing of Manon being in this is like, that's their way of saying like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take some of the traditional paganism stuff and then we're going to we're, – we're going to introduce something that is definitely not part of it so that it – on the outset, it seems like that could make sense, but it's not actually real because there isn't like a, a – there isn't a figure in anything Wicca-related that is called Manon. It's just something they made up for the movie.
0: Yeah, and – he answered his own question about the numbers. It's like, no, okay, maybe they didn't need four. But you said it yourself at the beginning of your comment. You can have any amount of numbers you want to. That's a different groups.
1: person, but yeah.
0: Well, they kind of answered that 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 whole thing kind of answered itself. It's like, yeah, because groups are different. They have different purposes. So their purpose was this, and that's pretty simple. Yeah. But
1: it's, it's interesting because like when the, when the girls are actually going to invoke the spirit, right? Like they finally, they're going to go to the beach and they're going to do the invoking the spirit stuff. And, uh, feruza or Nancy, she's carrying the snake, right? Because the snake is like fire. You know, she's, she's like the snake of the movie. And then, you know, everything kind of corresponds to that particular girl because, you know, Bonnie has a bird in a cage, and then Rochelle has does a, this this a goldfish that she has like in a, in a bag of water, isn't it like a yeah, goldfish that yeah. she's carrying? I forgot exactly, but she's carrying a fish because Rochelle is water. I mean, hell, in the movie she's on the swim team, she's a diver, she everything she does in the movie is related to water. And then you have uh, Sarah who's supposed to be Earth. And everybody was like, why does she have a butterfly in her jar? And it's like, well, what does a butterfly come from? <laughs> you know, it, it comes from a, before it transforms into a butterfly. It's in the ground. <laughs> you know, it's a caterpillar. So it's like, but that's the thing. It's like, for if you're watching this and you're thinking like, well, you know, they don't really have like all the stuff corresponding like directly next to them. It's like, you could say it's a continuity error. Or you could say that it's like, well, maybe they switched up the positions of some of the animals because it was related to the spell in some way that maybe they weren't supposed to be carrying their own element that relates to their personality that, you know, maybe it needs to be on a different corner or something, you know, but it's like the thing too is that this is based on, you know, real invoking the spirit practice, but the way that they go about it in the movie is, is skewed differently. So it's not exactly the same, you know. Because I think people forget that they actually did have a real, like, wicked real life, <laughs> you know, because that would be, you know, kind of crazy if you did that, where they're actually, like, doing, like, real spells and, you know, trying to affect things. That would be weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you have to, one, the the main thing about writing a story in this context is you have to have a goal in mind when you're writing it. You have to know what your end's going to be. So, you want to keep it realistic to a point, but you can't sacrifice the story for it. That's how writing works. Right. So, if he has to make stuff up, that's fine. Because guess what? You can make anything up you want to. If you write something and you make a movie, you can make it whatever. So, this movie did not say, based on a true story. Nope. This movie not did not say... based on any real people. Based on an actual uh You know, spell it didn't say based on real anything, so why are you expecting it to be real,
1: right? If you're looking for something that's real, you'd be watching a documentary about some coven somewhere and seeing how it's actually done and just filmed in real life. And
0: they have those, they have go watch them, they
1: have documentaries about real Wicca. If that's what you want to watch, then you can find that.
0: That comment would be like watching Harry Potter and being like, that's not how you fucking flick the one Daniel Radcliffe. You got to flick it the other way. Yeah. Shit doesn't work at all. Yeah. It's a movie. (laughs) I've been trying to
1: do this shit in my underwear for three hours and I can't get anything (laughs) to fucking levitate or whatever.
0: Yeah. Leviosa, not Leviosa. Yeah. Hermione said it herself. Right. (laughs) Listen to her. Right. You know, but that is the craziest thing about people. It's like, Cause when I watch a movie, I don't think about like, nah, that's probably not how it actually goes. I'm be like, oh, wonder how good this movie is going to be, and I watch it. It's good, or it's not good. Yeah, it's not like, wait a second,
1: that's not how it's actually that's done. Not,
0: Billy Bean doesn't like Brad Pitt, right? <laughs> Who the fuck does? It's, and it's like the like, most gorgeous man of all time, right? But it's <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: Well, second to John Hamm. um,
0: John Hamm for president. John Hamm
1: for president. Um, uh, John Hamm for American James Bond. Uh, But the, the thing that gets me is like these are the kind of assholes that would watch a movie where they have to like defuse a bomb and they're like, you don't cut that wire, jackass. You cut the green wire, not the red wire. What a fucking idiot. Who writes this shit?
0: Yeah, it's like. If
1: you're in the movie theater and you start thinking that shit, just walk out. This shit, movies aren't for you. Yeah. Movies aren't supposed to be like hyper realistic where it's like somebody's defusing the bomb and they're like, oh fuck, what wire do I cut? How do I stop it? And they cut the right wire and it's like two seconds left. And like, whew. Oh man, that was close. And then some jackass is like, that's not even how you like defuse a real bomb. That's bullshit. It's like, okay, maybe you work on the bomb squad for, you know, a police department or something. So if that's the case and you know how to actually defuse a bomb, cool. You're probably a hero you more than likely have actually diffused a real bomb. This is a fucking movie. So if you if you are a witch and you go to watch this movie and you're like a practitioner of Wicca and everything and you go to watch this movie and you're like, "Oh, that's not real. We don't there's no dude named Manon you know, that we like worship or something and you know, he doesn't just give us like weird powers where we can levitate and shit. Nobody can levitate. This, this is the Hollywood part of it because yeah, it's like, that only shit's not Raul real.
0: Julia could Love and Tate.
1: Right. But that's just because he's just made up pure energy, you know? raw Julia is fucking magical, you know? Especially if he's Gomez. Yeah, he
0: faked <laughs> his own death and became Oscar Isaac.
1: Right, yeah. No, that's a crazy theory. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. It's like, uh, it's like Oscar Isaac is is actually raw Julia, you know, like, reincarnated. It's like, of course! Of course! <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That makes perfect
2: sense. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: makes total sense, man. Because with that kind of talent, you can't stop. And to think that, you know, that would be funny if that's the case, and it's like, you know, Raul Julia's like, actually, like, reincarnated as Oscar Isaac, and it's like, that means that he's Poe Dameron.
0: That means Raul Julia's Poe Dameron. Poe
1: Dameron, motherfuckers, (laughs) the best fighter pilot in the galaxy. If not pilot in the galaxy, just period.
0: Yeah, Poe Dameron would have kicked the shit out of Luke Skywalker in a fucking jet. Like, you know. <laughs> in an a
1: X-wing. Oh yeah, yeah. he
0: would have fucking. You might have him.
1: the Force, but I'm Poe Dameron, bitch.
0: I'm Poe Dameron, which I, I'm still convinced he's a Skywalker.
1: He's got to be. But anyway,
0: I don't think Ray is, but I think he is. I think that's the twist they're gonna. The the twist is that the last it, the one. it's actually Poe the whole time. Poe,
2: yeah, Poe. That's like,
0: the misdirection because people are like, no, Ray needs to be somebody, and they're focused on the wrong person, and then it's actually, it's actually Poe
1: po the whole time. Yeah, that'd yeah. be
0: fucking awesome. That's why. Leia has that motherly bond with him. Mm-hmm. They kind of switch kids. Probably Luke Luke's kid is actually Poe and Leia raised him. And then um, Ray are uh, uh, Ben, you know, Kylo Kylo got raised by um, Luke. Pretty by much. Luke.
1: Yeah. Cause he kind of was sort of, he was watched by his uncle. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that would actually be kind of crazy. Or if they were twins.
1: Well, you mean Kylo and Poe?
0: Kylo and Poe.
1: Oh, that'd be interesting because they're yeah. they're around the same age, I guess. They're Around the
0: same age.
1: But Steve, in the comic books, they'd show who Poe Dameron's parents are.
0: That doesn't matter. <laughs> you no, know how how the fuck are you supposed to read a comic? That's just cash grab, city. Disney. <laughs> Disney. You
1: got to read the comic book first, Steve. They're doing before the movie, you- It's
0: like it doesn't say that in the comic books. It's like, yeah, I mean, anyone can be an adopted parent, though.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: They could have just raised them.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it happens all the time you in could Star Wars. Just, yeah, you could. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Leia's parents weren't her real parents.
1: Yeah, Luke was raised by his aunt and uncle.
0: Yeah, so boom, there you yeah. go. That, that's the story of Star Wars. That could happen to any of them.
1: Yeah, but How uh, crazy
0: it would be if they revealed, like, well, Kylo's not actually Han Solo's son, it's actually Poe Tamra. <laughs> Kylo's actually Luke's son, that's why he wanted to train him and he failed.
1: yeah. Uh, Oh, that would be crazy. And it's like, wait, so Kylo didn't kill his dad? It's like, no. <laughs> it's
0: like Luke was your father. Luke's
1: your dad, yeah. And it
0: was like, what? No. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, well then who was who was uh uh Leia and Han's son? And then you just see like him turn around or whatever, and just you see like post sw- sitting in his X Wing or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, get on the ground. And he's like, get in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now what's the other comment? Okay, <laughs> we were excited about some Star Wars there for a yeah. second, throwing our crazy theories around.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so there's a lot of uh, like plot hole or plot stuff that people don't understand about this movie, and I can already see your forehead kind of doing that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So it says, uh, it seems Perusa Balk was really into Gothic and, and, you know, Wicker related stuff at the time. She even did a lot of research about it in order to perfect her part. Still, she ironically plays the character that ended up the, with the most ridiculous holes in development. How come she has the means to go to a private school, a private Catholic school and only uniform if she's as poor as the poorest people alive in the first place? How is Nancy's family paying her tuition? Did one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars really go that far in LA in the mid nineties? Which I actually looked this up. That at the time would have been worth in our money now, roughly two hundred eighty five thousand dollars, two hundred eighty six thousand. So that's a significant chunk of money. Uh, so how is Rochelle the only black girl in the in a all Catholic or in a Catholic school? The main problem that I had with the craft is the fact that so much that is really important to the integrity of the film is left unexplained, such as how these four girls got their powers in the first place. Also, the, these girls are supposed to have read a lot about paganism. Uh, you know, Wicca is a single branch, kind of like how not all Christians are Methodists. And yet it takes the woman who owns the magic shop where they shoplift their supplies to tell them about the rule of three. There's some Mondo continuity errors in the characters of this movie. For example, Sarah freaks out when her friend's spells and hijinks get a couple of people killed. She no longer wants to be part of their club. But why would this bother her? At the beginning of the movie, a homeless guy gets nailed with a car, and they're laughing and celebrating because they think they made it happen with a spell. This is how they become friends in the first place, by killing a dude. One of the witches, Rochelle, starts to feel guilty about putting a curse on some Babezilla bully that uh, causes all her hair to fall out. She shows no remorse, however, for any of the deaths, and she has no qualms with trying to kill Sarah and her entire family at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're pretty psychotic, but it's supposed to be kind of like a what comes around, goes around scenario. Well, Um, at the end of
1: this movie, it's a morality tale.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is. And uh, Robin left after the guy got hit with the car. She didn't feel good about it to begin with, even though she said that she kind of wished it too. Uh,
1: yeah, because Sarah, she's, you know, because everybody was like, you know, I was thinking and they're like, I was thinking it too, that it was going to hit him and then it just hits him and then he ends up, you know, he gets run over and everything. But
0: what else are you going to think with some guy running after you?
1: Yeah. You in know, the middle of the street, you're going to be like, oh, she's going to get hit by a car.
0: Yeah, he's going to get hit. Like, what else are you going to think? And yeah, I mean there there was some It's like yeah, he's
1: gonna trip over some bunnies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome if he would have just started tripping over some bunnies. Like I wish that. I wish that too. I wish he would trip over bunnies too. I wish over. We do we just become best
1: friends? Do <laughs> you wanna go do karate in the garage? You wanna go you wanna go do witchcraft out <laughs> in the woods? Yeah. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes.
0: Boom. And then they become best friends, and then you have a stepbrothers montage.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. Or they start... They, they, Worst
0: movie. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I would have turned it if that would have happened in this movie. Yeah. They would have high-fived and went and did Witchcraft in the Woods. out of the like... No, yeah. This, this is, yeah, this is... Okay. This it's is... like n- not another teen movie or something. Yeah. That's like Sevens came from.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> also known as Captain America. But... What? The thing about, like, how is it that, because Nancy is, she's seen in the movie as trailer trash, right? Because mm. she lives in a trailer with her mom and her stepdad.
0: And there was that bag of trash.
1: I yeah. <laughs> so. um, that, it, the whole thing was just kind of trashy, but. Uh, and
0: her dad couldn't even pay the bills. They might yeah. have money, but her dad's too drunk to pay the bills. Her
1: stepdad. She's like, you can't even pay a bill? You know? And he was like, she's like, what are you good for? He's like, you know what I'm good for. And she yeah. was like, stop. And then, you know, and then, um, like, uh, Nancy, she just kind of like staring holes to him. And she was like, like, I hate you. Fuck. She's like, I hate you. Like she says that to him. And then, um, it's like the whole thing where, uh, he throws the, her mom down onto the couch. And he was like, don't you ever say that to me? And he's about ready to smack her across the face. And she was like, don't touch my mom. Stop. And like the microwave fucking explodes and like starts catching shit on fire and then he's like clutching at his chest. Like he's having a heart attack. Like, Oh shit. And then she's just like looking at him. Like, I hate you. I hate you. You know, like she's just like, she cannot stand that guy because that's her stepdad, you know? And she's never liked her stepdad because he's a drunk. He doesn't pay the bills. But the, the way that I interpreted, you know, the way that Nancy's able to go to school is that they put her through school first and then they struggle and, Mm-hmm. They're putting her through so she her money is paid for the school because her mom wants her to have a good education so she gets into a good college and she can make something of herself because she wasn't able to. That's why she lives in a trailer with yeah. some yeah. guy. So the whole idea is is that she they sacrifice and have that trailer so that Nancy can go to school and get a good education, you know, and then everybody at school kind of thinks of her as like trailer trash because it's like, "Oh, she's poor." And it's like, they're not necessarily poor. They live poor for Nancy's benefit, you know? And then when he dies of the heart attack and then they get the, uh, the life insurance money, um, it's like all of a sudden Nancy starts to change because she's not like poor anymore. Right. Like her mom has money. They move out of the trailer and they get into an apartment and all this kind of stuff. And then her mom buys that like fly ass couch and she buys the jukebox full of music and you know, all that good stuff starts happening. But the thing is, is that Nancy's like, okay, well that's one thing done. I'm not in a trailer anymore and I'm not poor necessarily anymore because, you know, then she, you know, her mom gets her a car because later on when she was like, Hey, what color is that light? And it's like, it's red Nancy. And she is like, is it? And she turns it green, you know, like she's driving her own car because her mom can afford to get her a car now. And so she she starts to get to the point where her money problems have gone away, but she's still, there's something missing still. Like She's still craving power because she doesn't feel like she's as powerful as she needs to be. She's like, yeah, I have the money and I have a new place and my mom's happy now, but I'm not really that happy because that all that materialistic shit doesn't do anything for Nancy. Nancy craves power. That's what she wants. And it's like
0: it's like Scarface,
1: yeah, it's like you know, what yeah, exactly this is. Just this is just Scarface with way less cocaine, you know. Um, but
0: <laughs> that's a movie, same movie that
1: should be on the box. It's just it's it's like, just say, like, a like, modern day retelling of Scarface with no cocaine,
0: <laughs> with no cocaine. People are like, What? Because uh, if you have the cocaine,
1: you have the power. But, um, but the whole then, thing,
0: then you get the pussy, man,
1: yeah, then you get the pussy, man. <laughs> What do you want? I want the world, Chico, and everything in it.
0: <laughs> but it's like Which is what, what uh Nancy says in this movie.
1: Yeah. It's uh I, I just think it's interesting because like when it's like, yeah, it's like people were like, did that really, you know, did that kind of money really go that far in LA in the nineties? And it's like you would imagine
0: I that mean, they L A. is a dump.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's a shithole. You can live there for a couple hundred dollars a, you know a month, you know. It's, I mean
0: LeBron's there. I mean yeah, take any fucking buddy.
1: Yeah, out. they'll have everyone anybody go to LA now. But we'll
0: that shit in San Francisco. We got standards.
1: Yeah. Like Steph Curry and Kevin Warriors. Durant.
0: Warriors, baby. Warriors.
1: <laughs> Steve doesn't even like the Warriors. He's just I talking don't. shit right
0: now. I just don't like
1: LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I don't like LeBron either. Um <laughs> but um
0: But I don't care about the Warriors
1: either. No, he's just uh, when you talk about San Francisco, Steve's a 49ers fan, yes, but not not in basketball. Um but uh it Go Bulls. <laughs> go Bulls, doubles. Um We won't
0: shit win shit, but hey, they're still the Bulls. Right.
1: <laughs> they still have Michael Jordan the GOAT.
0: Yeah, you know. We can always talk about that every time you're like, "Well, LeBron's one no no no, Jordan Jordan."
1: Yeah, yeah, Jordan, Pippen, Dennis Rodman, that was yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, dream yeah. team.
0: Who are you talking about? That you mean that comedian actor, LeBron James? Right. Yeah, no, I mean the basketball player. I don't nah, think, I don't think that's.
1: I, don't, I, I don't see him in, in Trainwreck, and it's like, yeah, he's an actor. Yeah. yeah, he's an actor. I don't
0: think he, he does basketball. Does he? Does, does he do basketball?
1: I don't think he do basketball. I
0: don't think he do basketball either.
1: <laughs> but uh, but I think a lot of people like so. Uh, there's something like really like deep seated racist about that one comment that's like how can Rochelle go to the Catholic school? How is she the only black person there? Well, see, and it's the like thing
0: is, they don't let black people into the Catholic system. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. No that's not you, true. look at Notre Dame.
1: Look at Notre Dame, man. <laughs> you could be a, you could be a Samoan Mormon
0: and still get in.
1: Buddhist with an invisible girlfriend or whatever the fuck Manti Teo was.
0: The thing about Christianity is they uh it's Basically, it gives the religion to say, no, you can't not worship here or right. go here. I mean, that's kind of the point, Right, is that they're supposed to be all accepting. But
1: right? the, I think the, the racist part of this comes in from the fact that people think that Rochelle doesn't belong there because she's black. And black people don't have the kind of money to put their daughter through a Catholic well, school. obviously
0: they do because yeah. she's there. yeah.
1: And that's the thing, it's like, because Rochelle's... I mean, you don't really see anything about Rochelle's parents. You never see them. You see her her house.
0: Her fucking parents are probably, like, fucking scientists or some shit like that. Like, she's... Her parents are probably fucking loaded.
1: Well, I mean, you get to see her house in the scene when, you know, Chris is... Like effectively trying to rape Sarah, you know, when they're on that date or whatever, because Chris is under dude, that, that dude's spell. fucking the worst. Man. Yeah, no, like Chris Hook, like the Chris Hooker character, like he's terrible. And he's trying to basically rape Sarah after she tries to escape out of the car, and he chases her down. Like it's a, it's a really terrible moment in the movie because yeah. you're like, fuck, this dude is a piece of shit. And so she runs off into the woods, and she like thinks, well, I'll run to Rochelle's house. And she shows up. She rings the you know bell, or she you know she goes to the door, and then Rochelle's like, "Oh, was Sarah? What's wrong? What happened?" You know, and it's like she she's in a pretty nice house, and so it's like to Wait, audit- I have
0: a theory. Her dad, Denzel.
1: Denzel? No, <laughs> her dad's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil
0: deGrasse Tyson. Tyson's got some money. That's why so they're
1: yeah. so rich. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that'll, that'll be uh, made clear in the remake.
1: Yeah, because uh, you'll actually see Rochelle's parents. And
0: it'll be Neil deGrasse Tyson and, like, Oprah. And Oprah, <laughs> and it'll be like,
1: it'll be like, this is my dad, he's an astrophysicist. Yeah, astrophysic- uh, and physicist. you know
0: Oprah, the most famous woman in the
1: world. Yeah, she does TV. <laughs> she does like TV my, or something. Mom, Mom, you do TV, Mom, right? Mom, you, don't you own, like, a magazine, <laughs> too? Then,
0: that'd be awesome if he's just like, this is my dad, and you actually see Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson plainly, but then you're like, yeah, mom, mom don't you do something like tv or something but you just like barely see her and you just get to see like oprah turn her you're face you're like is that oprah is what that the fucking fuck? oprah <laughs> is her mom oprah what the hell <laughs>
1: that would be crazy but it's like weird to think that like it's like how did this black girl get into a catholic school it's like well apparently her parents have some kind of money just because she's black doesn't mean that she's poor yeah. You know, like there's some like really like weird racist shit I mean, that dude's there. like
0: obviously a racist. Yeah. Because like, why would you even think that? Like, because I didn't even think that in the movie. I, there wasn't one thought when I'm watching the movie. It's like, how did this black girl get into this Catholic school? Right. Like, I don't think that way. So like, whenever that comment comes up, I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Why? Why would you even be like, really a black girl can get right she can get into this
1: like private catholic school come on
0: the fucking worst
1: yeah it's terrible to to think that people that's the things that people think about when they watch this but then also to say like well you know it's like Rochelle starts to feel bad when she sees Laura's like hair just like fucking falling out of her head
0: because she's seen the active result of what she did
1: yeah she because she wanted to do she wanted to get retribution on Laura for her being a bully And now that she's seeing Laura actually going through all that, she's like, shit, this is actually kind of bad. And then some people are like, well, how is it she can look at that and be like, oh, fuck, man, maybe I went too far with this, you know, and that kind of stuff. And then later on in the movie can just follow Nancy and just is totally okay with the idea of it. But it's like she doesn't totally follow orders because. When Sarah's upstairs in the house and everything is like going chaotic and crazy, where the girls are basically trying to kill Sarah, there's that point when she's like, "Go upstairs and check on Sarah because I want to know what's going on up there." And she was like, "I don't." Rochelle's like, "No, I'm not doing that. I don't feel good about this." And she was like, "You will do it, or I will slit your throat." And she has the dagger at her neck, you know. And then Bonnie's kind of like, "Let's go, Rochelle. Let's go see what's going on." Man, that kind of stuff. It's like, even then she's thinking like, this isn't great. Like she's kind of playing along with it with Nancy, but part of me thinks that she's doing it because she feels like if she doesn't play along,
0: Nancy Nancy will
1: definitely stab her. If she doesn't play along to a degree.
0: Yeah. Nancy was kind of a psycho at this point.
1: Yeah. You kind of a psycho. Yes. At the end of this movie, she goes fucking full batshit crazy. She goes ham. She goes ham. She goes John ham.
0: She goes John ham ham sandwich and she goes ham sandwich for this movie <laughs> <laughs> she goes
1: fucking off because she's so obsessed with the power and she feels like you know like there's the whole thing where she cuts you know sarah's wrists and stuff like that and then she was like it's not real it's an illusion and she was like then why are you still bleeding yeah. you know and then she's like looking at her and she's like oh shit she actually did cut me and then she's in the bathroom and she's like trying to get it to stop and she's losing a lot of blood. And so she's kind of like, fuck, what am I going to do? Maybe I can, you know, she's like, maybe I can invoke the spirit and maybe that might be able to help me. And it does because as soon as she invokes the spirit, all of a sudden, you know, Manon, you know, or whatever the spirit or the energy of Manon is starts to heal her wrist because her wrists go back to normal. And in the meantime, she's doing that whole thing where she has the um she's like uh was it by the power of three times three make them see make them see Mm -hmm. and they walk by the mirror and rochelle's hair is like falling out and she's like oh my god my hair i'm just like laura now and then bonnie looks at herself in the mirror and she's like all scarred and her scar Mm -hmm. tissue's back and she's like oh god not again i'm not gonna do this again because they're thinking that they have actually had these these issues come back now And uh, it's like they get freaked out and they're like, fuck this. We are not going to we're not going to help Nancy do this shit anymore because we've already gotten way more than we bargained for. And Nancy continues on because she doesn't know how to stop. No. And it's I just think that like people thinking that like, well, how is it that they you know think that like, you know, killing these people are like fun? It's like the homeless guy thing was just. Probably more of an accident, but they were they were all thinking that they willed it to happen because they were Which I
0: don't think they did. It was just it's just know. he
1: was just a homeless dude running out on the street, you know, yeah. in, in the middle of fucking like downtown L.A. or wherever they are in L.A. and he just gets hit by a car. If you run out in the middle of traffic in L.A. downtown, you're probably going to fucking get hit by a car. Whether you have you know four witches on the sidewalk that made you do it or not, you know oh, what
0: type of person just keeps going when they see a person in the middle of the
1: road. Right, yeah. The person
0: that ran him over was a dick. Right. <laughs> just like I places B. Yeah. <laughs> he just kept going too. By the way, I got shit
1: to do, that man. Guy didn't
0: stop. He just kept going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, kept ran boom. over the body and just kept going.
0: What was that? Homeless guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I got did back. him a favor. I got places. to be. you ain't homeless no more. You did right. <laughs>
1: You got a new place to go. It's called the ground,
0: (laughs) the ground,
1: the ground. But, uh, but it's like, but that's the thing is that like a lot of times it's like the girls to a degree are, especially Sarah, like she is kind of the conscious, she's the conscience of this movie. And Nancy is like, she doesn't care about her conscience because she feels like the universe owes her something. That Menon owes her something. Like she even when they invoke the spirit, she invokes the spirit of Menon to her and not to the other girls. It's like, did you notice that when yeah. you watched it? You know, she was like, "I want your power for me and not for her sisters." Right, right. the other girls in the coven, and that's why it's like everybody else just feels like they're kind of normal, but Nancy has kind of went way off the deep end because she invoked the power to her. And that's her problem is that she wanted the power for herself and didn't care if the other girls were, you know, sharing in it. She wasn't going to share. She wanted to be the leader. And as soon as Sarah's like, yeah, I'm not really down with this anymore. Then, you know, she's like, well, then you're
0: out. Then I got two words for you. Suck it.
1: (laughs) But the last point that I have is about Nancy versus Sarah. Right. Which because we're talking about that for the end of the movie. So yes,
0: we are talking about that <laughs> right
1: in case you're in case you like fell asleep for a second and you've woken back up now, we are talking about
0: are you awoken
1: are you woke <laughs> delete 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 <laughs> um you know, shout out to matt hardy um but uh oh, Matt
0: Hardy the old retardy <laughs> <the old retarded.
1: laughs> matt matt hardy retardy um <laughs> But it says the um, Feruza Balk, Robin Tunney chemistry, and you do need chemistry, even in a rivalry, never really gets off the ground. Um, Robin Tunney does give a good performance as the messed up witch Sarah, but I think too easily went for the psychotic girl, Nancy, uh, turning on everyone and trying to rule the roost. Robin Tunney is is good as Sarah, but sometimes the bitchiness just seems stretched too thin. It became a bit too overblown with stupid revenge drama rather than actually exploring the complex possibilities which could arise from a maelstrom of teenage hormones and uncontrollable power. It just really didn't give me what I wanted. The story slipped straight away when Sarah left the group and the other three girls become such psychos and wanting to kill her. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. What in the world is freaking going on here? Uh, This isn't what should happen for God's sake. What were they thinking of just messing up the story like that?
0: It didn't give you what you wanted. Yeah, I'm pretty movie, sure that's didn't, what movie wa- didn't
1: do what movie was supposed to do.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what your wife says every night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't give me what I wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: I told you you got to eat before you really eat. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's just—I mean—that's just you. You weren't going to like this movie anyway because it seems like you already had. The movie you wanted in your head before you even watched it was cat fight. Cat fight. Maybe see some titties pop out. Yeah, girl like
1: fight. Girl and fight. You don't see any nudity at all in this movie. Yeah,
0: uh, this is what an empowering woman's flick looks like, actually. Um, because this, really,
1: like this is this is the time of the Spice Girls and girl power, and
0: <laughs> yeah, but realistically, I mean, though, like this, this, this movie's not apologizing for. Being strong. And, uh you know, you're just some loser dickhead that's one, wanting a bitch about a good movie. Right. If you didn't get it, that's nobody else's fault. Yours, You know. He probably wanted to see, you know, Skeet Ulrich win <laughs> at the end or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's like, He's no. like,
0: well, he should have raped her. It's like, what?
1: What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So shit like that, that's where he starts to get really morbid and crazy but it's like yeah. I, I think that you know it's like in the movie it's like it's a complex thing because what the spell did to Chris was basically make it where he's like Sarah kind of dominates his like thought process everything revolves around her I need to see you you know he calls her I want to talk to you I want to see you I need to be around you like he's obsessed right because the spell is making him do that the problem is is that like he gets drunk and he goes to that party and then, you know, Nancy shows up and it's like, she's like, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have fun with him. And then you know, she starts to like seduce him and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, get off me. I only want Sarah. And then she like does the glamour thing and makes herself look like Sarah. And he's like, oh, well, fuck. I'm down now. You know, and it's I'm like down to clown. Yeah, I'm down with a clown now. Okay, let's do this. And then and then all of a sudden, you know, then when the real Sarah walks in, he was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought I was with Sarah but I was fuck I was with Nancy like he's been drinking he's fucked up and then there's that the whole moment where um he's at the window and then you know Nancy's like oh he's sorry he's sorry he's sorry you know and all that kind of stuff and she's like sorry my ass and then she like basically like force kind of force pushes him out of the window and he dies and it's um in the movie it's treated oh. like it was an accident that he fell out of the window because he was drunk and You know they were fooling around in the bedroom and stuff like that, and then Chris just fell out of the window. But we all know that Nancy basically with her powers pushed him out, right? And it's one of those things where you're like, so Chris dies in this movie because of and what started it was that he he tried to rape Sarah. But why did he do that? It was because of the spell she casted made him like in, you know, kind of like insanely obsessed with her. Yeah, exactly. So that was basically like, that was Sarah's spell coming back to her times three that Chris is like, overwhelmingly like rapey now. And that, that's the thing is like, Nancy's like, Oh, well I'm going to go handle this because I'm going to have fun with this dude. And it's like, this is, he's actually a good guy. You feel underneath. He's, he's a dickhead and he talks like shit to people. But he doesn't deserve to die in this movie. I don't
0: know if he is a good guy though, because before he was even under a spell, he did the thing where he told everybody that he's already danged.
1: That's a dickish thing, yeah. Because yeah, he so also I don't, I don't he also that. gave Nancy a disease too.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know but if he does deserve to live. I think you, Nancy might have. That's done, the thing. Do I you think, Nancy, think he, I think Nancy actually did the right thing. I think he deserved. You to think die. he deserved to die? I do. I mean, because I don't think he was a good person at all.
1: So you think that basically the spell brought up the worst in him? That's who he really is? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess from that perspective, I could see what you he was kind
0: of garbage before.
1: Yeah. He, the spell just made him even more yeah. obsessed and crazy. So I, I
0: don't think, yeah. I don't think he deserved to live. Yeah. So that death didn't bother me at all.
1: But as far as, um, you know, the whole uh, Sarah versus Nancy thing, do you feel like at the end of this movie that, like, that's the, the, that, like they get the payoff of Nancy going batshit crazy and going to the insane asylum, and then Sarah being completely normal and everything's just kind of, you know, relatively back to normal for her?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, think that's that, how it's going to end. That's how it's supposed to end? I don't think anybody would have been murdered between the two. Like,
1: yeah, because she wouldn't have tried to kill Nancy after all that, because... No. Because Sarah, even though she is flawed, and she also did the shit to Chris, all the girls basically abuse their powers. Yeah, that to was a degree, the point, but yeah. somebody
0: had to uh, kind of be the person that put an end to it.
1: Yeah, it's like because we're all getting crazy with our powers and stuff now, so we need to have something that you know we need to have somebody that kind of tames it, you know. But I I think that as as far as this movie goes, the main thing that you get from this movie is that they tell you early on in the movie that whatever, that's what Lirio tells them is that whatever you do, whatever energy you put out comes back to you times three. And every girl has to deal with this, with this fact in this movie, because, you know, Bonnie, you know, she gets rid of her scars and stuff like that. And she gets what she wants in that you know, she wants to look beautiful and all that kind of stuff. But then it makes her extremely narcissistic. She's like obsessed with the way she looks. She starts flirting with like every guy she's walking into the apartment building. And she was like, you got a cute butt. And like, just talking to these like, guys like, Oh, thank you. (laughs) And then they're like, you're just acting like a slut. And she was like, what? He has a cute butt. You know, like (laughs) she, she starts becoming like this flirtatious girl and it starts to like, get kind of crazy because her, she's not, the Bonnie she used to be, she's like this new Bonnie now that's like really narcissistic and very shallow about how she looks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Rochelle, she wants to get revenge on Laura because Lori, Laura bullies her and stuff like that. And then that goes too far. And then she goes from just trying to get a little bit of revenge on Laura to now she's really fucking up Laura's life because her hair's falling out. She's like, you know, probably getting sick because of this. And her whole life is kind of falling apart because Rochelle wanted revenge for her getting bullied, you know? And it's like, it's not right for Laura to call her a negroid and make fun of her hair and the fact that she's black and everything, but it's also not right for her to get that kind of retribution and to do that shit to Laura. Cause even Laura at the end at that party is like, I'm sorry, I was really nasty to you. And then it's like, okay, well, she finally, Laura finally realizes that she fucked up and she kind of she starts getting some karma back on what she was putting out. This whole movie is about karma. Whatever you put out, you get back. Yes. Nancy's the worst of this because Nancy takes everything she gets and she abuses every single thing she gets in this movie. She gets money, she still treats her mom pretty much like shit. Shuts the door on her face, you know, and everything and then she uses her powers to kill her stepdad and all this kind of stuff. She kills Chris by knocking him out the window, tries to kill Sarah, and everything that she does in this movie is just her going overboard. So Nancy gets the worst of all of this.
0: And then when she gets out of uh, the St. Asylum, she goes and uh, gets Bobby Boucher.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. She cleans up and then she, you know, she ends up going to Louisiana and she meets Bobby. And, you know, Vicky he gets Valancourt. to see her boobs. And, yeah, yeah old Vicky Valancourt. She changed <laughs> her name to Vicky Valancourt. And, oh, man, that's a hell of a fan fiction, isn't it? Yeah, like she...
0: That's the story, yeah. yeah that's where she, she was the whole time. She's in a Santa home. Yeah, she goes to Bobby Boucher.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty interesting way to blend the craft and the Water Boy movie together.
0: <laughs> it's all a shared universe. Yeah, it's all Water Boy in yeah. the craft, one in the same.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> but uh, but I think if anything about this about this movie, I guess to kind of go ahead and wrap it up is that everything about this movie is about karma. You know, what you do if you're a dickhead to somebody. You're going to get that back. If you're good to people, then good stuff will happen to you. You know, like that's kind of the whole thing is this is all about, you know, um, what is it called? It's like um, I forgot what the term is. It's like a uh, karmic comeuppance or whatever, where it's like, you know, if you if you're addicted to people, then you're going to have bad shit that happens to you. But if you do something to retaliate, it can be even worse for you because you're doing the retaliation. Right. You know, and it's like I think that, you know, this movie in particular, it's like whether you have pothole things that you don't like about this movie or you think the witchcraft was bad or it's not as scary as I thought it was supposed to be. It's still a damn good movie. And there's still people that watch this movie to this day. This is one of my favorite movies uh, to watch because it's just a really good movie about like four very interesting characters and how their lives intertwine like that. And the the witchcraft part of it's just a way that they deal with their problems. You could take all the witchcraft stuff out of this movie, and it would still be a pretty good drama. You'd have to explain some things, but it'd still be a good drama even without the witchcraft. The witchcraft yeah. just adds a whole different element to it because it's the supernatural stuff you normally don't see in movies. You know.
0: Yes, and this has been a very good movie. So yes, we have uh, our cards, and we're gonna do a little bit of trivia. You got a name. Without hesitating, excluding the females in this movie, you have to uh, name everyone or any female that's played a witch in a movie.
1: Well, a movie or well, you could do TV show. Can we do TV sure, shows? You
0: can do TV shows. Okay. You can't use anybody here. So no Neff Campbell, Robin Tully. Um, Rachel True Rachel and Fay Rooza. Yeah, Faye Balk. So you can't use those four. <sighs> But other than that, and then you'll have to read these in your best, let's say Christopher Walken voice. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs>
1: uh, oh, this is gonna be interesting. Um. So we just naming the actress,
0: just the actress, not the character, because okay. I would just be done right off the bat. So uh, you can yeah. start if you want to.
1: Um, Sandra Bullock,
0: Mila Kunis,
1: uh, Nicole Kidman,
0: um, Selma Blair bet Midler Sarah Jessica Parker
1: share um, was it share was it share a witch in like the witches of Eastwick or something I don't know or am I thinking moonstruck
0: was she a witch in either one of those
1: i I don't remember Did I lose <laughs> I, uh, I might be out because I, I don't know if I, I don't I know don't, if she, I want to <laughs> say share was a witch in one of those movies but I don't remember
0: uh I don't No, um... Okay, we'll keep going. Uh, Angelica (laughs) Houston. Um... Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it,
1: I had more, too. I had more in my head, and I couldn't think of it. Ah, okay. (laughs) So, man... In order. You you wrote wrote several of them, huh? Okay. Okay, this is... (laughs) The first fucking card. Okay, this is ridiculous. It
0: doesn't need an explanation. Just go.
1: Okay. Balls, The Rock, Johnson. Uh, Amber, Turd. (laughs) Connor, McNuggets. (laughs) Bob, Zombie. (laughs) Johnny Depp, In Your Pussy. (laughs) Mitch, Biscuits. (laughs) Thank you uh thank you and good night and remember it's all fun and games until we show up uh check out us out on spotify anchor itunes uh we're on stitcher we're everywhere
0: now we're everywhere now i got like there's
1: like nine different things we're on so you can catch us somewhere but yeah
0: and if you guys want to email us it's beyond the hate at yahoo.com thank you i hope you enjoyed
1: peace
2: in my skin Come away with innocence and female with my sense The hair around me still feels like a cage Love's just a camouflage but what resembles So, if you love me, let me go. But why before I know? My heart is just too dark to care. I can't destroy what isn't there. Deliver me to my fate. If I'm alone, I cannot hate. I don't deserve to have you. Ooh, my smile was taken long ago. If I can change.